Learning Objective 11-1. Describe when required distributions must begin and how to calculate the required minimum distributions during the participant's lifetime and after the participant's death. The required minimum distribution rules apply to qualified plans, 403B plans, IRAs, and 457 plans. Under these rules, distributions must begin by the required beginning date, which is usually the April 1st following the year in which the participant reaches age 70 and a half. However, participants in qualified and 403B plans who are not 5% or more owners and who are still working at age 70 and a half can wait until the April 1st following the calendar year of retirement. Satisfying the minimum distribution rules is important because there is a 50% excise tax on any shortfall. Unless the plan provides a benefit in the form of an immediate annuity, the minimum required distribution is generally determined under what we call the account plan rules. Under these rules, a minimum distribution is required for the year in which the participant attains age 70 and a half, referred to as the first distribution year, and for every subsequent year. The distribution for the first distribution year can be delayed until the following April 1st, referred to as the required beginning date, but all subsequent distributions must be made by December 31st. The minimum distribution calculation is quite simple. The required distribution is calculated by dividing the account balance for the end of the previous year by the applicable distribution period. The distribution period is derived from a table and is based on the participant's age at the end of the distribution year. The same methodology is used for every year that the participant is alive. Each year, the applicable distribution period is determined simply by looking at the uniform table based on the participant's age during that year. An exception applies if the employee's sole beneficiary is the employee's spouse, and the spouse is more than 10 years younger than the employee. In that case, the employee is permitted to use the longer distribution period measured by the joint life and last survivor life expectancy of the employee and spouse. For the participant who dies after the required beginning date, distributions must continue to satisfy the required minimum distribution rules. In the year of death, the heirs must take the decedent's required distribution based on the method under which the decedent had been taking distributions. In subsequent years, the required distributions will depend on who the chosen beneficiary is. When the beneficiary is an individual who is not the spouse, the applicable distribution period is that individual's life expectancy as of the end of the year following death. In subsequent years, the applicable distribution period is the life expectancy from the previous year less one. This means that remaining distributions are now made over a fixed period. For example, assume that the beneficiary is age 48 in the year following the participant's death. The life expectancy for a 48-year-old is 36 years. In the following year, the life expectancy is 35 years. It will continue to be reduced by one each subsequent year. If there is no person who is designated as the beneficiary, the distribution period is the employee's life expectancy calculated in the year of death and reduced by one for each subsequent year. If the participant's spouse is the chosen beneficiary, there are a number of options. Usually, the spouse will elect to roll the benefit into his or her own IRA. In this case, subsequent distributions are calculated using the same methodology as when the participant was alive, with the spouse now considered the participant. 
Separate minimum distribution rules apply when a defined benefit plan pays out a benefit in the form of an annuity or if a commercial annuity is purchased to satisfy benefit payments. Unlike the account plan rules, these rules are quite straightforward. Compliance has to be demonstrated only one time when the distribution begins. Life annuities, joint and survivor annuities, and even variable annuities typically satisfy the rules. However, if the annuity is purchased after the required beginning date, then the account plan rules must be satisfied in the year of the purchase. It is possible that this amount will exceed the annuity payout for the year. When an individual dies prior to the attainment of the required beginning date, an entirely different rule applies. The general rule is that the distribution must be made within five years after the participant's death. This general rule has two significant exceptions. With a non-spousal beneficiary, the distribution can actually extend over the beneficiary's expected lifetime as long as the benefit begins by the end of the year following the participant's death. With a spousal beneficiary, the distribution may also extend over the life of the spouse as long as the benefit begins by the end of the year following the year in which the participant would have reached age 70 and a half.